joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Today we have a spectacular show, which is, I'm sure, going to surprise you with the topic that we're going to be discussing, but um, I guarantee that you will learn something, it will help you in your life, and I'm pretty sure that you will thoroughly enjoy the guest. And the topic today um, is uh, about thinking, and we're going to learn a new thinking that is going to rock our world. And I'm so excited because I love having my world rock, especially when it's going to help me to reduce or eliminate stress from my life. So today's guest is Diane Collins. And Diane, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's an original thinker and a media personality. She's the author of six-time award-winning bestseller, Do You Quantum Think? A New thinking that will rock your world. And Diane's life is dedicated to people living spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness and learning by what she calls the physics of the mind. Doesn't this sound really deep and heavy and interesting? Now, Diane created the Quantum Think System, which is a system of thinking that has 21 principles that allow us to live our life to full potential, from inner serenity to harmonious relationships, business results, and global affairs. So who would not want to learn more about how to just go through life and live your life in a harmonious and and serene way? So without me rambling on and continue to tout how beautiful and how informative the show is going to be, let's just jump into it. So Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rochelle. I love your that you are the queen of feeling fabulous, and I'm really happy to be here with you and your listeners. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm going as a queen of feeling fabulous, and as a queen, it is, I know, that they could bestow titles on people, you know, like Queen Elizabeth, she knights people, and, you know, and then you have to call them Sir Paul McCartney or Sir Elton John, right? Right. So since I'm a queen, I'm going to give you a title, and I'm going to call you the queen of quantum thinking. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good, great, intuitive connection because privately with my husband and partner, Alan Collins, I, you know, I refer to myself that way Uh as sort of kidding around. Oh, well, I'm the queen of, you know, with my friends. Well, uh-huh. I, I better wake up. I am the queen of quantum thinking after all. So that's great. Thank you. Well, see, now you've been deemed the title by another queen. So <laughs> it's yours now. now. Rock it's it, girl. Definitely. <laughs> Formalized, solidified. I love it. Thank you. Yes, yes. So I'm so interested because I was privileged. And and by the way, I want to thank you um, for the book that you sent me. I was privileged, you guys out there listening, to receive a copy of Diane's book, Do You Quantum Think? The New Thinking That Will Rock Your World. And um, 
I want to just dive in deep. So before we even get started with the really good stuff, I want you guys out there listening, if you can, to sit back and relax, pull out a piece of paper, pencil, something to write with, maybe have a nice cup of tea or lemonade or, you know, citrus water or something um, to keep yourself hydrated and just really um, take in the information that Diane is going to share with us. And, of course, if you're driving and you're listening to the show, well, you'll just have to listen and hopefully you can take some mental notes um, because, you know, I want you guys to absorb this information because I know it's spectacular and it's going to catapult you forward into a more serene and harmonious life with all that you do. So I'm going to jump in, Diane, and say or ask you, why do we need a new way of thinking. I mean, it seems like the old way has been around forever and it seems to be working. So why do we need a new way of thinking? (laughs) That's great. It's kind of working and not working if you read the daily news. (laughs) <laughs> right. That's a whole. No- yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, that is a whole nother show. But we can in- sort of include it in this conversation because that's uh, an excellent question. Why do we need to think in a new way? And when you look in the world today, and I know that you're you are dedicated to people living uh, more relaxed, <laughs> right, yes. and joyful life less stress, right, eliminate, or at least learn how to be in harmonious relationship with the good stress, we can say it that way. So when you look in the world and you see that we are in this dramatically changing time for all of humanity, and a lot of it's been brought about by our amazing technologies that makes the show possible, and it makes it able, uh, us able to connect in this way. And so, but we have these three conditions that it's an accelerating pace of change. And according to science, they say, you know, <laughs> it's continuously speeding up. So we kind of experience that. And secondly, that because of our technologies, we have an increasing amount of choices and options and opportunities. And it's the world is becoming increasingly complex. So we've got the, you know, fast-paced change, the increasing choice and complexity. And then the third thing is because uh, we're undergoing a kind of restructuring in the way that our the normal institutions that we live in are undergoing, you know, scrutiny and change right now. Uh, the education system, as you know, the medical institution, all of it. And you think, so you could say every day there's a certain amount of what I would even call unfathomable, you can't even imagine, the uncertainty (laughs) factor. So when you put those three conditions together and you realize the second thing, which is the premise, the whole, you know, reason for being of quantum think, That is, we're in a quantum age. We know much more about the nature of reality and, you know, what it means to be holistically living and taking care of ourselves. We have just so much more expanded knowledge about uh, what I call the five natural faculties of mind, about how to use intent as as a dynamic to create consciously, how to connect in to intelligence 
that is meant for us through our intuitive faculty, our intuition, how to work with subtle energy, which has a lot to do with our health and our state, and, you know, keeping ourselves in a high elevated state of mind. And the fourth one, uh, faculty of mind, resonance, knowing that everything, that we are vibrating energy systems and that, again, we want to be able to know, you know, tune into what we resonate with in a very, you know, simple way. I resonate with that. I don't resonate with that. How do I get my resonance in a more positive state? Uh And fifth, the meditative state. So when you, I consider more than a practice, but an actual uh, state of mind that is natural to us. But here's the dilemma. We're in a quantum age. We have all the knowledge about all those things that I just mentioned about mm-hmm. the faculties of mind, and I know your show is a lot in your work dedicated to it. And yet, our thinking, which is very, very important because the main activity of mind is thinking. This is how we relate to the world and one another and what we're doing in life. But our thinking is still very much a product of the industrial age, what I call the old world view that's that started in the 17th century, and very simply, it went like this. The understanding was only physical matter is real. And so the assumptions that are brought, when you're brought up in a world where it's not like we're thinking this, you know, Right. Consciously, um, Rochelle, we are just, it's in the background. It's like, you know, we're swimming in this kind of thoughtosphere. We're floating in this set of assumptions where everything is oriented around the ordinary five senses, or you could say the physical dimension alone, even though we know we're multidimensional beings in a multidimensional universe. There's a spiritual dimension, the energetic dimension. Virtual dimension. So this is the dilemma. This is the why. Because if you're using thinking that is influenced by the industrial age, which takes you in the step-by-step, you know, look in the circumstances to see what's possible in your life or not, and all that, and then you go back to those three conditions that are in, you know, very present for everyone today, And you can understand why you would get stress and burnout. So what's the solution? Quantum thinking. How do you do that? So let me so let let me just I'm going to backtrack a little bit just in case we lost someone, you know, and they're like, what? What are they talking about? So today's show is about a new way of thinking that will rock your world. And it's basically um, involving quantum thinking. So I just want to ask you Diane to can you just share with the listeners out there um, what is what what really is quantum thinking is it like you know what is it because they're probably thinking well I think and you know it's no different than you know what is the real like just short and sweet definition of quantum thinking that anybody listening can pick up and say oh okay I know what that is Okay. (laughs) The short and sweet definition is that 
quantum thing. Well, like, you know, we, we don't realize until I just, we say this, is that everything is in a system, including our thinking. So quantum think is a system of 21 principles and practices for the mind and awareness <clears throat> that are based and blend insights from cutting-edge science. It's not about science. It's about how the discoveries of science shape the way we think, but it's 21 principles based in what we could call for short quantum, quantum science and spiritual wisdom that is universal. So you could say spiritual wisdom common to all traditions which they, we now know there is the merging that the new science, the quantum science, is now verifying the wisdom that we know from major spiritual traditions, mastery traditions. And the idea of quantum think the system is to live that in a practical way in everyday life for the things that are important to us, very simply. Our relationships, okay, so, what we're so capable of. So with regards of. to um, the quantum science, okay, another term you guys out there listening, I'm just having Diane break it down a little bit for us so that we can catapult forward with the wonderful information. So when you're saying quantum science, how is that different from regular science? Is it more involving the analysis of, you know, how people... Uh, respond to the universal energy or how the universal energy affects the way uh, a person's mind thinks or processes or, you know, is it just um, a separate aspect of what we deem as regular science? Well, it's actually the leap that science, you know, has made. When you look at science and we're talking about you know, the fundamental science is physics, and what they say is, you know, what is reality? It's very simple. What is the nature of reality, and how does it work? So <laughs> when we talk about quantum science and the what I call the old worldview, classical science, the classical science of the 17th century up through, like, the beginning of the 20th century with Einstein and then the new science that followed, that science was based in the physical. They basically said this. Oh, the nature of reality? Well, the universe is like a giant machine. It's like if you could figure out how it works, you know, solid objects, how do they work, press on this, that moves, cause and effect was the dynamic. It was all oriented around what we perceive as physical. Where the new science... Okay, so that was a genius science. However, it was one-dimensional. So it limits the, what we are even capable of, let's say, quote, believing or understanding. So when you have guests on your show or you talk about Ayurvedic or you talk about, uh, you know, how does acupuncture work or mm -hmm. what is the nature, like, how do I, I know you had a show recently on, you know, how do I increase uh, the ability to use my intuitive faculty, my intuition, right. or does everybody have psychic ability or where do these, you know, telepathic things come from? You know, we have 
a, in general, a disbelief, a not, a, you know, a, a skeptical acceptance of that. Why? Because the old science didn't deal with those realms. It was stuck in the physical. So the new science, the quantum science, the big shift is that they said, wait a minute. The universe is not like a giant machine. It's like a giant mind. And there was a, one of the famous scientists in the early uh, 20th century that, oh, the universe is more like a giant thought. It's mind-like. It's not machine-like. Mm-hmm. And so the nature of reality, why is that important to us? You know, like, as you're saying, try to explain the thought, you know, Maybe we're not studying science. I mean, I didn't study physics in school. I've studied it since, but for this purpose. But what good is it if you can't use it in your everyday, ordinary life? So when you realize that the discoveries of science are shaping the the way we think, are shaping our habits of thinking, and then this answers a lot of the questions, well, if we were, we used to think, you know, like consciousness came, you know, what was it? It came from matter. Now they're saying, no, matter is somehow constructed and affected by the way we think. So when you bring, this is the big shift. So what I'm saying is, well, wait a minute. We have 6,000 years of wisdom available. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. At the touch of a smartphone, a tablet, how is it we're still not living it? And what I came up with this rationale that we're not living it because we need to develop a conscious relationship with our thinking and with the whole framework from which we think. That framework is quantum thinking and I like things to be easy I like it to be entertaining and I like it to be fun so I wrote do you quantum think it's like part one wake up and it really answers your question a longer sense why should we quantum think that okay so you guys out there listening we you know Diane went over what you know quantum thinking is and what quantum science is so now that we have a little bit of a background about the terminology and where this come and where it originated from and why it's expanding um now as we speak because I started reading um books about quantum thinking or quantum science Oh, wow. Maybe six, seven years ago, I just stumbled across one book um, by an author and um, it just was phenomenal. And then she wrote another book and and I was just hooked on it. It was just phenomenal. The information um, regarding quantum thinking and quantum science that, you know, really helped me in my life. um, And of course, helps me to live a more peaceful and serene and have more harmonious relationships. So now that we've covered all the background with that, let's, I'm going to get back into asking her some more questions um, with regards to how we use this new way of thinking to rock our world. So um, can you describe either... Um, no, let me ask this. How can we change that 
to think more multidimensionally, holistically, and even holographically. You know, they have um, now when you go to certain concerts, they have um, holographic images of uh, uh, artists that have passed away. And it's like this new technology. It's almost, it's really eerie. It reminds me of Star Trek. I was a star, I was a Trekkie, but it reminds me, me of Star Trek. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I read, I'm like, wow. Is this does this really exist now? Well, yes, it does. It probably existed back then, but now, you know, technology is so much better and, and um, more specific. But how do we change this, or how we change how we think so that it is multidimensional and holistically, or even holographically, that's going to benefit us in in our lives? Well, that is exactly, <laughs> that's the heart of the matter, isn't it? So that's like my mission in life my, is to have us go from merely knowing the wisdom, as I was saying, we, ha- we know what to do, we know how to be, to actually integrating it. And that's what quantum think is, is for. But let's just take this holographic. I wanted to go back to something you said, Rochelle, which is when you started reading these books about the quantum principles, is something touched you. And this is the idea of this, is that this wisdom is within each of us. It's not like it's inside our body, because we are, when we say, oh, you know, we're all one, we're interconnected, it's not just a concept. It's that we are connected through invisible the invisible field of energy intelligence. You could say it's energy in flux, informed by intelligence, and it's conscious. So then I like to think of it as all of the above, as you say, multidimensional. So the idea is I'll take one principle. So quantum think is 21 principles, and you brought up holographic, the very first principle Mm-hmm. in quantum thinking is holistic and holographic because, you know, that's the basis is to be able to start to see your life and everything in the world as whole system. So what is holographic? Holographic means the whole is contained in every aspect of itself. So when it comes from the idea of a hologram, you talked about the holographic images, you know, the things that... It's 3D, but you can put your hand through it. Uh, these, you know, three-dimensional three images that you see at rock concerts or in Disneyland or Disney World. And the idea of a hologram is that the negative the, that creates the image using laser light, when you cut a piece of the negative, each piece of the negative is not one section of the image. It contains the whole image. So when you apply this to us in life and you realize, oh, life is holographic. So let's say you wanted to make an improvement in the quality of your relationships, right? Yes. Let's take something real. Well, If you focus on just one relationship and you learn, you know, the dynamics of mind, which, of course, again, you know, that's what quantum thinking is for, to get us in touch with 
these natural faculties of mind that are part of us but haven't been developed by ordinary education because the ordinary education was the one-dimensional, physical-only, learn about the brain but not about the mind. So when you look at this, you look at your life and you say, if I create an intent to develop a specific relationship that, you know, my relationship with my husband is is getting better every day, it's exciting, we're connected, it's intimate, it's loving, and I'm loving it. Let's say I would call that in quantum thinking a statement of intent. Okay. Now, that statement is neither true nor false. This is the difference between old worldview thinking and what I call quantum new worldview thinking. Why? Because in quantum thinking, when you realize the nature of reality is that it's not fixed. See, the old world said, you know, saw a world of fixed and solid objects. And, you know, it's like you could say, that's the way it is. There'll always be people starving and dying of hunger. There'll always be war. There'll always be this. There'll always be people. Well, that simply is not true from a quantum worldview perspective, because everything is always shifting and changing. And as people, as human beings, uh, we get to hold in place through what we hold in our awareness, that does become our experience of reality. And what we experience, we emanate. And what we emanate, we attract. And what we, we do this on an individual basis, and we do this collectively. So you could say it simply, our habitual state of being, of mind, is attracting the results that we have in life. So let's go back to the specific example. Why I okay. said that statement, that I created that statement, you know, my husband and I are enjoying a loving, intimate relationship that's better and better every day. It's not the tr- because from a quantum world view, there are no absolute fixed way that anyone is, that the government is, that the politics, that your life is, that your health is. You know this better than most. Right, right. So that, what does that mean to us? Well, when you become uh, effective with, masterful, I like to say, with the dynamics of creation that we've been born with, with the first one being the ability to use intent consciously with the awareness that we're doing it, then you can have a greater command over your own state and over your the, every result in your life. So with relationships, if I focus on one relationship and that relationship with my husband goes to a whole new level, that it doesn't mean that it's a panacea. Okay, it doesn't mean like it's all like everything is always good. No, every morning, and I've been just, we just had our 25th wedding anniversary, and my husband and I have been business partners for at least that long. 
So these there are always things you have to work out, right? Right. So every right. morning, you know, we have our little breakfast debate over something, you know, because which <laughs> makes it interesting and exciting. You know, it's like electric. And yet, we have as a foundation these kind of intent statements that I just uh, voiced one, where you're literally creating consciously with the awareness that you're doing so. But what happens holographically is that when you make a shift in one relationship, that shift is actually in you, in your state of how you're related to the other person. And that affects all your relationships. That's how this works. And even in the brain where, let's say, our habits are reflected, you'll know more than this because you're a health professional. That's not my Mm -hmm. profession, but I know a little about it. Where our habitual way of thinking makes these brain connections. But we know today, and this is an example of old world view thinking said, oh, you know, Uh, If you lose a brain cell, you know, you can't regain it or, you know, the brain, that's the way it is. And now we know that's been proven to be false. And the new term is neuroplasticity, meaning you can change the nature of how your brain is making connections. Okay, so, so I have a I have a question with regards to that. So, you know how um, affirmations are very positive, positive. at, let me start over. Affirmations are very powerful. And, you know, when you set an intention and you have that intention in the forefront of your mind, it becomes very powerful and is able to manifest or magnetize or attract, you know, by the law of traction, so to speak, whatever you're trying to accomplish or whatever your intent, your intent is. And then the affirmations build upon that to give that more, quote unquote, quantum energy. Um, would you equate what you're saying to, um, uh, would you equate using affirmations and the power of intention to equate, um, what you're saying with regards to quantum thinking? Not exactly, but I'm really glad you brought that up, Rochelle, because this is where I think people get a little bit tripped up or confused about it. Because if you're... See, affirmations are great. You know, it's always good to have positive thoughts, obviously. But the difference between quantum thinking and positive thinking is that if you're holding, you know, we're vibrational beings, right? So we're holding Mm -hmm. many, you could say, I make a distinction between intent and intention. Intention being a future goal, right? that you have your attention, but you're, it's a future, it's more physically oriented, even though it starts in mind. And intent, I use it more in, we could say, the shamanic sense of you're activating the energy intelligent field, so which brings about many results consistent with your intent. So I just wanted to make that distinction first. So let's say when you have, if you have a statement of intent, or even if you have an intention, doesn't matter, but you're holding within you 
beliefs that you are holding as, quote, the truth, the way it is, mm-hmm. right? Which right. we would call, in quantum thinking, we call that an unaware intent. Because we have many intents, not one, right, that makes up our state. So, but what, let's say that you have uh, an intent that you are financially extri- prosperous, you know, be in surplus. Okay, let's just say it that way. Okay, so I'll say sense. something like, I intend, my intention for the day is that I, um, I intend to attract 12 new clients um, that just sit, that say yes to what I have to share with them with regards to health and well-being. So that's an intention I just set. Okay, you know, good. For the purpose of this show. So that, I like that. I like that because it helps me to, um, <laughs> it's a good illustration to point out what I'm talking about. So the first of all, the 12 clients, I would say that's one of the results of an intent. That's a difference between you said an intention. It's a future goal, a result like 12, specific 12 clients. Whereas the dynamic of creation that we've been, you know, divinely bestowed with by human birthright is intent. So if you have a statement that a statement of intent may be, I am delighted with the way uh, my client, um, uh, what would you say, my client, my schedule of clients is unfolding and growing. That's and then one result may be that you have twelve clients. But let's say if you have a if you make a state so do you see the difference first of all, let me make sure that we have the difference. <laughs> one is that you're creating a context. From a quantum worldview, reality is context dependent. The framework that you're choosing to live from, glass half empty or glass half full, that's a choice. But in this case, if you have underlying, in positive thinking could be you're trying to put a positive affirmation over a negative belief or assumption. So if you say, mm-hmm. well, I want to attract 12 clients into my life today, but underlying you're thinking, I can't attract. There's no way I'm going to attract 12 right. clients. There's no way that's happening. So right. you can see where it's not a cause and effect dynamic. See, a quantum effect is not push on this, which when translated, it was like, oh, I created this intention. Push on this and cause and effect, and I got that result. Well, sometimes you can, but that's not the nature of the quantum reality that we're trying to get command over here is because it makes things a lot easier when you know, when you're thinking in sync with the way it actually works rather than the way it doesn't, okay? Right. Okay. So you're saying, well, wait a minute, uh, what's a quantum dynamic? It's a field effect. That's why I say intent, where you're creating a context that's setting up your own personal resonance, and then you're attracting many results that are consistent with what I just said, that I am thrilled with the way that my clientele is building and unfolding and growing. 
Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? It's totally different. And is that it's not in the in the domain of true or false. It's a context that you are choosing to live from. And when you that's the dynamic of creation for human beings. When you create these contextual statements, you have to know this is the part where I said people get tripped up. That any thought that you have is not the absolute truth, no matter what, how much evidence you have for it. So in quantum thinking, and I like to do this on radio shows a lot because it can free you right away, we're doing two things. We're creating a conscious relationship with our thinking in two ways. First of all, with our system of thinking realizing that, wait a minute, we need to expand the framework from which we think according to these quantum principles. These are the, this is not my principle. I'm presencing it. When you read Do You Quantum Think, what's happening is that you're connecting to your own awareness in such a way that you instantaneously have a new relationship with it, a more conscious relationship with these principles that get activated within you. That's why when you read those other books, it's like this is something that we're all connected to. What's universal wisdom? This is what it is. It's like we recognize it because it's who we are. So when we presence it, we're reflecting this for each other. So I had this thing, well, let's not, you know, piecemeal it. Let me put it all together in one system, get all the principles, connect to it, and then it makes life easier. So getting back to this example about intent and intention. Uh-huh. So the, the what, you know, I would say the essential, two essential quantum principles. Uh, oh, well, I know what I'm saying. The two ways that we create new relationships with our thinking. One is we create new relationship to, oh, we think in a system, and oh, we've been influenced by the industrial age assumptions. You know, time moves only in one direction. It's a cause and effect dynamic, blah, blah, blah. Machine base that gave rise to the industrial age and the age of machinery. But now we've expanded beyond that. We have better and more expansive and more accurate knowledge. So now, oh, great. Well, I don't have to throw out the ability to analyze and do cause and effect action. But now I can expand my thinking according to the more accurate and up-to-date knowledge, the quantum worldview. Right. So now, when you look at this and you realize the old worldview taught us to see things as fixed, and so when we have a thought, here's the second way. So the first way is we create new relationship to our system of thinking. The second way we create new relationship to our thinking is we create a new relationship to the, the thoughts that individually, as I say, <laughs> visit. Come into your own thoughtosphere, so to speak, right? Uh-huh, your right. mind field. Because the second essential principle, the first one is there are no absolutes other than what you think of as God, source, creator, or however you relate to divine. I'm talking about an everyday, ordinary reality. Nothing is right. absolute. Everything is shifting and changing. And where we hold our conscious focus is what brings something into our experience. So we have may not have choice over 
the circumstances that come our way. But we have always a choice, wait a minute, over the relationship to those circumstances. Okay, so, you know, with regards to... um you know, setting or using the power of intention and, and all that gut stuff and how it kind of um, melds or meshes into uh, quantum thinking and how we can take and use quantum thinking to even, I want to say, build more power behind that intention. Um, what about um, perspectives or um You know, say a person, you know, how would they use the quantum thinking um, system, so to speak, to help them with um, perspectives? For for instance, someone has an attachment to something and they feel that they need their perspective about that attachment is I need to, for instance, say, I need to light a Yankee candle that smells like fall in the fall because that is what I need to do. And it sets me up for being prepared for the fall even though lighting that candle is not necessarily setting the person up, but that's the perspective that they believe because they're attached to it. It's something they've been doing forever and they just feel that when they do that or when they don't do that, things don't go the way they should. But when they do do that, it, things, their perspective is belie- believed to be that things are going to go the way they should or they where they want them to or how they intend them to be. Um, what, what can quantum thinking do with regards to helping us realize the the true or real perspective of an attachment to whatever it might be. Okay, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and that's one of the principles, perspective of all perspectives. But that's getting me to this, this second very important point. And this can free up everyone listening, and I like to say it because every time I say it, it frees me up again. And that is the relationship you have to your own thoughts. So just imagine this. Right? People say, oh, spirit told me, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like, where did it go? Or God spoke to me. Where did it come from? It's the field of infinite intelligence, right? right. So when you create an intent, something, you know, that narrows down this infinite possibility into like a probability wave of many, you know, results, what happens is that. You're receiving, you're con- making a connection. It's like going on the Internet. It's the infinite mind of humanity, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the sublime. What are you going to connect into? That's your choice. Well, mind works that way. So the second way that I said you can con- consciously connect to your thoughts is to very simple. Because we exist in these fields, we are picking up thoughts. We don't know from where, but I say it like this. Make a distinction between a thought that you initiate, that you're originating, that you're choosing, and a thought that just visits. Who knows? Alan and I call it, let it fly by like a bird past your window, because (laughs) if there isn't, you know, there are no absolutes, then the thought that you have, see, we have a thought. This happens, like, instantaneously. It's not a sequence. You have a thought, and you give the thought meaning. And that meaning gives you your emotional experience of life. And that emotional experience shapes what happens after that. 
So if you have a thought, well, if I don't light this candle, something you know, bad is going to happen, is that thought the truth? No. That's just yeah. something you've chosen to live with. But the first thing is, when you can distinguish between these habits of thinking that don't give you the experience you desire, I call them in quantum think, I have a, wor- a term for it, to take all the meaning out of it. It's called least action pathway, the least creative uh, way that the thought or the behavior goes, just because it's been that way before. So it's like a rut, you know, of thinking. Right. Of, th- of thoughts. It's like the difference between actual thinking or just having thoughts that visit from the surrounding mind field. Right. Now, okay. that means that every thought that comes into your mind isn't the truth. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to identify with it, and you don't have to own it. It's most of the thoughts we have, I assert, are not even ours. How do we know? Because if you were at choice in your thought, you would not choose consciously a negative thought about yourself or others, right? Right. <laughs> Who right. would choose that? So I call that in Do You Quantum Think the myth of choice. I have a little chapter about that. Because we have in every, in every moment the opportunity to choose. So what happens, Rochelle, is when you start, when you talked about attachment to these ideas, see, mm-hmm. this is the whole thing, is getting free. To have the perspective of all perspectives is what we're doing right now. We're distinguishing it for ourselves in our awareness right in this very moment. It's not later. We're doing it right now. What we're doing is we're creating new relationships to our thinking as a system, to our thoughts that we have as individuals. So when you realize you have a habitual thought, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get the amount of clients that I want, okay? Mm-hmm. That you can interrupt that. This is what our you know clients and readers and listeners do. And they go, "Oh, that's just the least action pathway." You let it fly right. by like a bird past your window. And you say, "Okay, now what is my intent?" Because that's where you know when people say you create your reality or you we're right, creators. Right. I, where are you creating? It. You've got to put these in practice, create consciously. But you cannot, this is the difference going back, positive thinking, and then I'll relate it to attachment, positive thinking and negative, and quantum thinking. Positive thinking is sometimes putting a positive affirmation on top of a negative belief or assumption and pretending it's not there. That's, and then people say, well, this is all, you know, a bunch of hooey because I created my intention, but it didn't work. Well, why didn't it work? Because, A, you have to know the more, you know, really how to use these faculties of mind, intent, intuition, subtle energy, how they all work together. And secondly, because you're operating on top of these thoughts that you have, that you have accepted as conclusive. They're going to say, well, well, my husband, you know, or he said, I don't want to say my husband. Let's say, well, my boyfriend is doesn't listen. He's right. a jerk. 
in some, you know, I say, but okay, well, is that a thought that you want to have shaping your relational field with your boyfriend going forward? No. Right. Okay, so exactly. what do I do? But but he, but he's done it so many times before. So no matter, that's what we do. We argue for the limit. But in so, the so for the sake of time, because we're we're getting kind of close with our time here, and I, I want to be able to ask you some more questions because okay. this is really interesting. It's um. You know, it's fascinating that this quantum field exists and that we actually have the capabilities to tap into it to really um, enhance the way we think and to know that everything we think is not reality. You know, I've heard when when I was um, nursing, I would always hear that perception is reality. And I was thinking, no, perception is not reality. But I guess it's reality for that person, because if their mind is twisted or sees something and interprets it in a completely opposite manner, then for them, that is the reality. But in reality, for the rest of the world, it's not. So with regards to all of that, how would one be able to utilize the power of the quantum thinking process or system um, to help them reduce or eliminate certain stressors in their life that, you know, may be taxing their health and well-being or their relationships or whatever? How would they be able to use the system um to reduce any stress so that they are living in a serene and harmonious harmonious state of being. Okay, once again, <laughs> you, tune in, you hone in on really what's most significant. So there's a core distinction. Well, first of all, when you say how to, even that, you know, because, well, I don't want to go there because we only have a few minutes, but let's just <laughs> say the core principle in the quantum world, and I want to make a distinction between perception and perspective, okay? okay. Because perception, what you perce- what we perceive with our ordinary five senses, and how we perceive something is shaped by our perspective. So in quantum science, it's called the, this is one of the way, way, way big shifts, okay? Because in the old science, if you look in the physical, Things look separate, and we look separate from each other, and it's like there's an external reality, and then there's you, right? Right. Subject and object. But in the quantum science, it's an observer-created reality. Because we exist in fields, we're always connected through the field in the exchange of energy intelligence. So I say relational field, because mostly how we create anything in life is through our patterns of relating to others and including ourselves. So the core distinction in quantum think is called, and it's the number two principle, observer-created reality. Now, this is how it's said. In the spiritually, the difference is this. There's no separation between the observer, meaning you and me, mm-hmm. and what we're observing. That was the quantum science discovery, is that the instrument of observation, you know, looking through a microscope at a particle of energy, and the instrument itself was affecting the energy because there's no separation. 
So what I do is I say, okay, well, if you, how does that apply? Map that on to our thinking. Map that on to our own per- perspective, okay, mm-hmm. and what we perceive as human beings. So I say it like this. What you bring is what you get. That means what is the instrument of observation for human beings? Well, that is our own awareness our own perspective on things, how we're relating to that person. So this is how you use it and get free, is that if you're going to, let's say you have a meeting with a prospective client, right? Mm -hmm. And you're, this is how I say it in the subtitle of the chapter, Observer Greater Reality. Very simply, what you bring is what you get. And all so, of a sudden, so, you... okay. So Diane, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we're you're just really getting close on time. So with regards to say, if someone is um, experiencing, you know, extreme stress from external sources or just something within their own mind, how they're processing something, and um, it is possible to use quantum thinking or the quantum thinking system to curtail that stress, right? Right. I was going to give you an example of that, but it's like this, to to get right to the stress thing, okay, real fast. The first thing you would notice is what thoughts you're having. I do this with my mom. She's 92, you know, Uh living alone now and get some anxiety. So what what thoughts are you having? They're visiting, right? You look at what thought you're having right now and the meaning that you're giving to that, that's giving you your stress. Okay. And then you realize, I am not stuck holding on to that thought. Like you talked about attachment, non-attached. I don't have to be attached to that thought. It's just a thought. It's not the truth. It's not fixed. Let it fly by. Now, it what you the next thing is necessary to do is create, your intent for your experience. What experience do I want? Let's say that you have a lot of, and most people do, a lot of stressful circumstances in your life. You Mm -hmm. could live in this statement of intent every day, consciously created, that I am, like if you were stress-free, what would be happening for you? That's where to create your intent from. And say like, I love Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that. You guys listening out there, that was a golden nugget. If you've been listening to the show the whole time, um, this is something really powerful that you might want to take a note of. So I'm just gonna have Diane repeat it one more time. Okay, go ahead, Diane. Sorry. If you wanted to live stress free, that's the part you meant, right? Yes. Then what you do in creating a statement of intent is you create the state you would be in. So what is, it's a distinction in quantum thing called transformation as distinct from change. We try to change our thought. We try to change our stress. But the more you try to change something, the, the, the paradox is you have to keep it in place. So you're keeping in place the very thing you don't want. So instead, or, you, or people try to create a statement or an affirmation that's the opposite of what we want. I'm stress-free. No. If you were stress-free, 
what state would you be in? So, uh, so you guys out there listening, did you do you understand what she's saying? It's not necessarily I want to be stress free, but you want to say or state or uh, think about how you would feel being stress free. What does that feel like? What does that feel like in your mind? What does that feel like in your body? What does that feel like in your relationships? That is a golden nugget that um, we're going to have to end the show with today because, uh, you know, Diane has a wealth of information and we could talk to her so much more, but where our time is coming. And so I want to give her an opportunity to share with you all um, how you could possibly get in contact with Diane. Diane, can you just share real quick how someone could get in contact with you? Absolutely. I know the hour goes fast, doesn't it? Because I get yeah. so passionate about what I'm talking about. I'm so excited about it. My website is the best place to connect with me, and it's Diane with two N's. <clears throat> Excuse me. dot com. D-I-A-N-N-E-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. Uh, when you sign up for my mailing list, of course, I'll keep you up to date. I'm a blogger on Huffington Post. I have audio, free audios on there. You'll see all about my book. Um, and you will so, receive so, a link to an article that explains this in very simple terms. Perfect. So you guys out there listening, if you want to learn more about how you can connect with Diane and get this wonderful information about quantum thinking, then you want to go to Diane Collins, and her name is D like dog, I-A-N like Nancy, N like Nancy, E, and then Collins, C-O-L-L-I-N like Nancy, S like Sam, dot com. And you can tap in and get some more information and get on, connected with her newsletter and see everything else that she's doing in the world. And with that, you guys, I'm sorry to close the show, but I want to thank Diane for being a guest on this show today. Uh, Blissful Living, we're most appreciative to have wonderful guests such as yourself, Diane. And to all of you guys out there listening, thank you for listening. I enjoyed sharing today's guest topic with you. And um, hopefully you picked up some golden nuggets that is going to help you change the way you think and rock your world. I also want to thank my producers, Ed and Lexi, for doing such a fabulous job in uh, making me sound good so that I'm clear for all of you out there listening. And I want to thank the Health, Healing, and Wellness Company, our sponsor, who... Um, is a fabulous company and you should go check them out. It's www at healingwellness.com. And until next week, everyone, have a wonderful week. May your new way of thinking rock your world when you incorporate some of the principles of quantum thinking. Until next week, bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.